you have your Bibles, please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. It's great to be in the house of the Lord today, to lift up our Lord and Savior. Thank you for choosing the Lord's Hall over the shopping mall. You know, for the Christian, every day is Boxing Day. No, not a holiday, and no, not a shopping day. You see, the Christian is striving, striving for the crown. And some days it's training, and some days it's fighting, and some days it's self-discipline. Every day is Boxing Day. 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 to 27. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we, for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. The easy to read version, believe it or not, there is one. I fight like a boxer who is hitting something, not just the air. There is a fight. There is a holy war in the ring of life. And our only hope of not getting knocked out is proper training. Proper training that leads to proper fighting. And it takes discipline, fighting our own bodies, our own flesh. It takes attention and determination, and it takes commitment. Every good boxer has a trainer. Every great boxer has a trainer. I'm training my boys. It's a little cold right now. Got an unheated garage, no insulation. And we hung a heavy bag in there and just take the little boys out. We got them some gloves and get them hit in the bag. I share with you the words of David Wilkerson. Suppose a boxing trainer took his fighter to an isolated training camp and then spent the whole training session psyching up his man for the big fight. He tells him, I will be with you at ringside. I will never leave your side. Here is a list of great boxers of the past, so study their every move. You do not have to suffer through hard workouts. I told you that you are a winner, and my word is all you need. I will give you some diagrams on how to defeat Monster Man when you step into the ring with him. What kind of trainer is this? 
absolutely foolish. What would a good trainer do? He would find the best boxer he could, put his man in the ring with him, and let them have it out. Beloved, how many Christians call themselves warriors without ever being tested or trained? We hear so much about the many prayer warriors in this nation, but the sad truth is the vast majority of them have never been in a battle. They have not been trained, and they are not ready to fight. Recently, I asked the Lord why so many true believers are going through such heavy, hard times. Why such deep suffering? I asked, why are so many being tested to their limits? God knows that Satan is going to be loosed on the earth for his last hour of warfare. And the Lord is going to need well-trained warriors who will prevail over all the powers of hell. Right now, he is doing a quick work in his remnant. It is called crisis training. These suffering, deeply tested saints are becoming the captains of his last day's army. God is putting Holy Spirit fight in them. And he is bringing forth warriors who are tested and tried because they have wrestled with God. The more they suffer and the more intense the trial, the greater the work he has for them to do. This kind of training calls for physical discipline as well as spiritual. Jacob threw his whole body into the battle, all his human ability. A fighting spirit had risen up in him, and Scripture says, in his strength, he struggled with God. Hosea 12:3. This verse has great meaning for all who want to prevail. It says Jacob won the battle in his strength. Dearly beloved, if you are going to prevail in these last days, you are going to have to put all your body and strength into it. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, I am no shadow boxer. I really fight. I am my body's sternest master for fear that when I have preached to others, I should myself be disqualified. The Passion Translation, I don't just, just run. I don't run just for exercise or box like one throwing aimless punches. But I train like a champion athlete. I subdue my body and get it under my control. So that after preaching the good news to others, I myself won't be disqualified. You know the margin? Subdue my body. I beat it black and blue. A metaphor of placing the desires of one's body as second place to the desires of the Holy Spirit. You see, if a boxer is to be successful in the ring, they have to know how to master their bodies. They have to get their bodies under control. The Amplified Bible reads, I do not box like one beating the air and striking without an adversary, but like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly, discipline it by hardships and subdue it, for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit. 
not stand the test, be unapproved, and rejected as a counterfeit. What risks does the boxer run if the boxer foregoes proper training, rejects proper training, or accepts improper training? You know, like, just find a trainer that just psychs you up, lets you dictate all things. What are the risks? Well, disqualification, unfit, not able to stand the test, and yes, knockout. Now, the reality is for the believer, we aren't given the option to opt out, to choose not to be a fighter, a boxer, a warrior. We aren't given the option, yet many choose to opt out. The truth is this, some begin to train and soon find it's hard work. The body aches, the flesh hurts, the frame cries for leniency, an easier routine, a less taxing schedule, Isn't it true that self begins to whisper and then it starts to scream? Now, I'm not in the habit of using quotes such as these, however, let them speak today. Muhammad Ali, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. One legendary trainer said, the hero and the coward both feel the same thing. But the hero uses his fear, projects it onto his opponent while the coward runs. It's the same thing, fear. But it's what you do with it that matters. And how about this one? The fight is won or lost far away from witnesses. Behind the lines, in the gym, and out there on the road long before I dance under those lights. A boxer trains because a boxer is a boxer. It's who they are. It's what they do. A boxer trains in anticipation of a fight. A boxer trains because there are opponents. A boxer trains because there is a prize. There is something great at stake. Now, does the Bible not say that there is a prize? The voice, when I box, I don't throw punches in the air. I discipline my body and make it my slave. So that after all this, after I have brought the gospel to others, I will still be qualified to win the prize. Listen to the message paraphrase. I'm giving it everything I got. No lazy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. You know, it is absolutely incredible the lengths a fighter will go to and go through to ready themselves for a fight. I remember a local boxer while I was in junior high on the north side of Edmonton. 
often saw him out running and training. I don't know if you remember the name, Scotty the Bulldog. The seconds, the minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years, the decades. A hunger and a desperation to be fit for the fight. Able to stand the test and be approved and accepted as a fighter. Now they fight for gold that tarnishes and fades. But as believers, as Christians, we fight for a prize that's gold eternally. The NLT, all athletes are disciplined in their training. Wouldn't it be great? All Christians are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, that is the athlete's. But we do it for an eternal prize. Boxing day is every day. If you leave the place this morning and that's ringing, ringing in your heart, ringing in your spirit, in your mind and in your ears, it's a good thing. Boxing day is every day. No, not a holiday. And no, not a shopping day. You know, too many days off and too many holidays, I believe the Lord would say, as the text reads, Woe to those at ease in Zion. Amos 6.1, Woe to you who are at ease in Zion. And the Amplified Bible reads, Woe to those who are at ease in Zion and to those on the mountain of Samaria who are careless and feel secure. This is a call today to leave ease behind. It's a call to train. It's a call to fight. Yes, fight. Not as one who beats the air. Discipline the body. Bring it into subjection. Lest, when we have preached to others, we ourselves should become disqualified. If I could give us all a piece of advice, it would be this. Let the Lord train you. Let the Lord train you. Suffer through some hard workouts. Let Him make a warrior out of you. Psalm 144.1, Blessed be the Lord my rock who trains my hands for war. Put all your body and soul into it, all your strength into it, for there is a cause, and there is a crisis. And the Lord is holding training sessions for those that want to be trained. Crisis training. And yes, deeply tested saints, true believers are becoming the captains of His last day's army. God is putting Holy Spirit fight in them, and He is bringing forth warriors who are tested and tried. This kind of training, it calls for physical discipline as well as spiritual discipline. You know, it takes both. We read these words, 1 Timothy 4, verses 7 and 8, reject profane and old wives' fables. And exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little. 
but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. I'd say today, what is physical discipline without spiritual discipline? And so too, what is spiritual discipline without physical discipline? You see, the truth is the two go hand in hand. The message reads, exercise daily in God. I love these words. No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in the gymnasium are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to heart. Discipline produces kingdom champions. Physical discipline and spiritual discipline produce kingdom champions. It takes both. How do we train? Hit the book. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The voice reads, all of Scripture is God-breathed. In its inspired voice, we hear useful teaching. Rebuke, correction, instruction, and training for a life that is right. We need to hit the book. And we need to hit our knees. Prayers. Some serious sessions of prayer. Crying out to the Lord. A people of prayer. How do we train? Brawl with God. Just like Jacob. Yeah, Jacob threw his whole body into the battle, all his human ability. The fighting spirit had risen up in him, and Scripture says in his strength he struggled with God. How do we train? Get to church. Just like a boxer would get to the gym. Get to church. We get to church not forsaking the assembly because the trainer comes with his instructions to take us higher. How do we train? We watch our diet. We watch what we consume. We master the intake. What we're taking in. See, it's not just what we take in on Sunday. What are we taking in all week long? What are we consuming all week long? Imagine showing up on Sunday. You're a boxer. You show up to the gym. and You're sluggish. And how's your diet this week? Well, you know, <laughs> I was consuming things I shouldn't have been consuming. And How do we train? Like a boxer, one buffets his body, handles it roughly, disciplines by hardships. To lead away into slavery, claim as one slave 
to make a slave and to treat as a slave with severity. Subject to stern and rigid discipline. Why? So the desires of the Holy Spirit always reign first. I want to share with you the words of Charles Spurgeon from a sermon he preached in 1858. And although he uses the imagery of one running the race, as the Apostle Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians 9, before that of the boxer, so this may speak to us today. There is a class of persons who will not win the race, namely those who, although they seem to start very fair, very soon loiter. They dart ahead at the first starting and distance all the others. There they fly away as if they had wings to their heels. But a little further on in the race, it is with difficulty that with whip and spur they are to be kept going at all. And they almost come to a standstill. Alas, this race of persons are to be discovered in all our churches. We get people who come forward and make a profession of religion. And we talk with them. And we think it's all well with them. And for a little while, they do run well. There is nothing wanting in them. We could hold them up as patterns for the imitation of others. Wait a couple of years, they drop off, just by little and little. First, perhaps, there is the attendance on a weekday service neglected. And then it is altogether discontinued. Then one service on the Sabbath. Then perhaps family prayer, then private prayer. One thing after another is given up. Until at last, the whole edifice which stood upright and looked so fair, having been built upon the sand, gives way before the shock of time, and down it falls, and great is the ruin thereof. Recollect, it is not starting that wins the race. It is running all the way. He that would be saved must hold on to the end. He that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. Stop and loiter in the race before you have come to the end thereof, and you have made one of the greatest mistakes that could possibly occur. On, on, on while you live. Still onward, onward, onward. For until you come to the grave, you have not come to your resting place until you arrive at the tomb. You have not come to the spot where you may cry, Halt, ever onward, if ye would win. If you are content to lose, if you would lose your own soul, you may say, Stop, if you please. But if you would be saved evermore, be on, on, till you have gained the prize. You can have the worship team return today. You know, there it is. Be on, on. Until you have gained the prize. Every day is boxing day for the Christian. The Lord's desire is that we all hit the mark. 
that not one of us stand unfit, unable to stand the test, that not one of us is disqualified, that not one of us is knocked out. And so he's holding training sessions. First Corinthians 9, verses 26 and 27, Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. We need a little bit of discipline in our Christian walk, don't we? Lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. You know, the Lord is so faithful a trainer. We must be faithful in training. Hit the book. Hit the knees. Spar with God. Get to church. Don't let things drop off just little by little. Watch the diet. Not just on Sunday. What are we consuming? What are we taking in? And you know I'm not just talking about food. What's the intake like? Buffet the flesh. Resist the spirit of neglect. Physical discipline and spiritual discipline. And you know, beware of the little T trainers. Not the big T trainer, that's the Lord. I mean, he's always right. Never lead us astray, but beware of the little, the little tea trainers that are just there to psych you up and tell you what you want to hear. Man of God, Vance Havner, Havner said these words, The devil is not fighting religion. He's too smart for that. He is producing a counterfeit Christianity, so much like the real one, that good Christians are afraid to speak out against it. We are plainly told in the Scriptures that in the last days men will not endure sound doctrine and will depart from the faith and heap to themselves teachers to tickle their ears. Listen to this. We live in an epidemic of this itch, and popular preachers have developed ear-tickling into a fine art. Be controlled by the Spirit. That's another one. Romans 8, 13 Reading from the Passion Translation, for when you live controlled by the flesh, you are about to die. But if the life of the Spirit, but if the life of the Spirit puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, we then taste his abundant life. Every day is boxing day for the Christian. Every day. Let's stand in this place today. Lord, we lift you up. We lift you up, Lord. God, I pray that we would be those that submit to the trainer. Lord, I pray that we would be those that are found faithful to train the way you would have us train. And Lord, that every person in here would hit the mark, that we'd be found fit for the fight. Lord, that you would develop in us the character needed, the commitment needed, oh God. Lord, that we would take on some discipline. Lord, we would hold to the pattern of training that you've set forth. 
God, make us into those captains of your last day army. Use us for the glory of your name, God. Use us, Lord. We love you, Jesus.